Bonjour, bonsoir, buenas, buenas noches. What's up? What's going on, everybody? So today we're going to be talking about the baddies episode that just came out. Um, we're going to jump right into it, y'all. All right. Make sure if you're not yet part of the family, you go ahead and hit subscribe, turn on your post notifications. I'm your girl, D. Samore. And I do have this channel as well as my main channel. Well, I have a few channels, but this channel and my main channel, which is D. Samore Reacts. Um, you could check that one out. We have a lot of different topics that we'll be talking about on there. Um, you know, just trying to get people thinking, also get conversations started. So I absolutely love that. <laughs> okay. Just like here, how we be having like our little chill vibes and stuff. Shout out to you guys that be commenting. So now Reza, she was dead walking off the PJ trying to put her wig back on. <laughs> like, you know, she was dumb tight that her wig was not on and her little jail braids was showing. At least they was neat though. So that's the thing. Because I know right now if I was to take off my, you know, the, the, the braids, they not up to part. But when you ready, when you ready to fight, it don't even matter. Like, it is what it is. It's just the only bad thing. You're going to be all over the internet. So she was in the sprinter saying that she was done. Um, you know, and Natalie was actually upset about the whole situation because, you know, she's like, this is FDA stuff right here. Like, you could get on the no-fly zone no fly list banned you know like i'm not i'm trying to be on my private jets i'm trying to be you know doing the damn thing not not all this like this is unacceptable behavior you know she was not with it she's like like you need to chill because you can literally go to jail right now and yeah so like i said she was like pretty embarrassed about the whole situation low london was like oh nah <laughs> we all fight on the pj like what is going on she was on her bad and bougie at that moment she's like nah i gotta disassociate myself with these people because <laughs> no <laughs> Instead, it was like, nah, you know, she was like, let's do a one-on-one. -on -one. Like, she was dead trying to fight her again. Like, she was not with it. And she was like, and she was telling the guy, the producer, or I don't know what he is. I guess he is head of security slash Zeus guy, because I always see him. But he was just saying, she was telling him, like, how you think you're going to speak to me crazy in my face? Like, be yelling in my face. She was like, I'm not going to do that to you because I know how it feels. And that's what I'm talking about. Like no you're not gonna speak at me like that she was like she can't handle her liquor and she's a little ass girl and if she's going to be a little girl then she don't need to be here and that's it on everything you know and roly she starts like on the back on the bus like they was all sharing their stories and stuff roly shared that she was homeless at one point where she had to take her son to a shelter she also mentioned that um she had to she, like she she didn't really have a good upbringing with her mother and things like that like her mother was really wasn't there for her and she actually be depressed a lot which is why she smoked so much which i actually i don't know if it's my empathic powers or you know just the fact that i can i can know a lot of different people's emotions and how they are and the fact that i did see her smoking a lot i kind of thought that in the back of my head but, you know, you can't really clarify or, or verify, I should say, unless somebody actually says, like, yeah, I feel sad a lot, you know? And, and something that Tommy had mentioned was it's crazy that she's sharing that with us because looking at her, you never would have thought that. You never would have known that that's what she's battling every single day, you know? And that's why 
you know, you see those comments, I mean, those quotes like be kind because you don't know what people are going through. It is so through like people just because they're smiling doesn't mean that they're going through sweet bliss or that everything is great. You know, they could be going bankrupt. It could be so many things that are falling apart for them and they're just trying to maintain their sanity, you know what I mean? Or maintain, you know, or or just don't want other people to worry about them because they have a lot of pride or whatever it is. So you never know. DJ Star says that she lost her father to COVID. Miss Cat says she lost her best friend who just so happens to be DJ K Slay. I was surprised that she I'm not, I don't want to say surprised that she knew him, but that she would bring him. I wasn't really surprised that much that she brought him up out of all people. I mean, that could be her best friend, but I just feel like it had to be somebody that was well known. But I could be wrong, you know what I'm saying? But she did say, you know, that was her best friend. It was real close and stuff like that. I didn't really follow him or anything, but I do remember them talking about that situation. There was another person, um, Frank the Godson, I believe that's his name. I believe he passed away from COVID as well. I gotta double check, but I think he did. So it was it was a lot of stuff that was going on, you know, especially if your health wasn't up to par to begin with or whatever. It's like, it was crazy. So Tommy, she didn't really share anything because she was like, a lot of people already know her story. And that's true. Like we seen her, her at her lows, you know, having to put on an ankle bracelet and alcohol monitor and all that stuff. So definitely seeing her at some pretty bad moments. But Biggie, she's just said that she was bullied a lot when she was younger. And for the simple fact that she's Hispanic and she's darker skin, you know, a lot of times she didn't fit in with. It's kind of like a light skins, uh, a person who's of lighter complexion, very light, fair skin has these same types of issues a lot of times or people with cultural differences like myself i've had similar issues where she said she didn't really fit in with the black girls because she was too hispanic you know but um because she had her little you know her accent and stuff like that and she spoke king um she spoke spanish i was about to, i was about to buzz out the creole real quick <laughs> I've been mixing up my languages because it's like I know so many. I was thinking about learning French as well, but we'll see. Um, but anyways, back to that. So, and then she didn't really fit in with the Hispanics because, you know, she's dark-skinned. So, a lot of times they would, like she said, bully her and things like that, which I get because because I was West Indian, you know, and I'm from Montserrat. It's like, oh, like, you know, but then it's like, I don't have the OD accent because I'm Americanized. So it's like, I always felt this similar way. Like I didn't really fit in with the certain crowd. So it was like, I just always felt different, you know? And just the fact that I spoke proper English. I mean, you know, I could bust it out because the Bronx and stuff has, has gotten to me, but I did speak very well you know like i had to pronunciate my words very clearly and correctly um that was something i had to do i don't know i guess because they didn't want me to be sounding western you know whatever it was so you know a lot of kids would bully me because of that they're like oh you don't speak like everybody else because i wasn't i didn't really have the slang down packed i really it took me time to actually be able to to get to the point where i'm like okay this is how I'm going to speak, you know? So 
I definitely get where she's coming from. Anyway, so Razor, she literally calls up Krishan complaining to her and telling her everything that's going on. Like, oh, talk to your girl. Like, what's up with her? Because she's over here trying to fight me and all this. And it was like weird. Like, dude, she's not even on the bus. And what do you want her to do? <laughs> she would say that she wanted her to talk to her because she feels like she wasn't really getting through to her. Like, girl, no, you're doing the most. Like, even Scotty was like, it's giving pussy to me. <laughs> like, I was like, damn, Scotty. Um, but they pull up to the new spot. It was absolutely gorgeous. Stunner came off the, her sprinter because she had a different, separate sprinter. Like, like some movie star. Like, <sighs> you know, like... Yes, take me down the stairs. <laughs> she did that on purpose. I mean, she's always getting special treatment because everybody be wanting to fight her. It's so crazy. Um, but yeah, it looks like all the girls... Initially, it looked like all the girls had really nice rooms because we saw the first few. Natalie's room was gorgeous. Then we get to the room for Biggie... Uh, Scotty and DJ Sky and that joint was terrible like it was dumb small it looked like some little makeshift thing and they had some bunk beds in there like it was terrible <laughs> compared to especially compared to everybody else like if this was season one maybe season two okay you know the budget's not that good but it's almost like they was being punished Biggie was dumb tight but I'm like at the end of the day you're new like if anything the person that I feel like should be tight is old girl's best friend because i'm like hold up like ain't scotty supposed to be natalie's best friend and you gave her the wackest room and she was here last season like give this girl her a little bit of flowers or something like you she gave low london and this other chick razor who's causing havoc all everywhere you know what i'm saying she gave them better rooms and i'm pretty much i'm pretty sure stunning girl i don't remember seeing her room but i'm pretty sure her room as well like everybody oh yeah i did everybody got better rooms than your girl scotty who's supposed to be your bestie you know what i'm saying like that was messed up to me i understand with dj and the other one okay they're newbies but come on you gave other newbies better treatment than her that was I don't know. That wasn't really too cool to me. Like, I would have definitely had to address her if I was Miss Scotty because, yeah, she wasn't really happy. And even Miss Cat got a better room and she was complaining about it, talking about, oh, this looks like a study that was converted. Like, what? Like, super ungrateful. I'm just like, nah, that's unacceptable behavior. Now, Natalie tells Tommy all about the PJ, the, the private jet ride, and Tommy was cracking up, like, yo, that's crazy. Like, me and the girls, we had a great time, and there was no drama, no none of that, you know? And she, she was like that she had to talk to Razor because the drinking is kind of a little out of hand, and she really does need to calm down with it, you know? So they did go ahead and approach her later on in the show, and... At first, I felt like she was a little defensive. Like, don't try to say, like, it's every time. They were like, no, it's not every time you drink. But there are times when you do drink that you drink in excess. And then it's like you become a different person, you know? They had to, like, I guess, word it so she can understand and not take offense to it. Because nobody wants to hear on national TV, you're an alcoholic, you know? And you... Because, I mean, at the end of the day, regardless of if you want to claim it or not... 
like if you're drinking like every single day and you're drinking in excess of a certain amount i forgot the, what the amount is then it's actually alcoholism you know what i'm saying like even if you're drinking wine and it's over a certain amount i used to have it i have it written down somewhere then it still can, can be considered an alcoholic if it's every single day you know what i'm saying so that's what they was trying to convey to her. nobody wants to really hear those types of things especially if you don't really feel like you have a problem or if you haven't accepted that you have a problem so that's kind of what they was trying to tell her hopefully it actually makes some type of difference because i mean it can mess up things for her you know it she could have just got put on a no fly zone and you got all these businesses then you can never fly like on a private jet again or whatever it is you know so you definitely got to think about those things and that's what the other girls were saying when they heard about this london tells biggie and roly about what happened and that's exactly what they were saying like you know you get put on a no fly zone like there's so many things that can happen so she definitely needs to like kind of chill out with the drinking because she changes she becomes somebody different and um lois like they had a little meeting or whatever um so that they could first talk about performances and then talk about the money the twenty thousand dollars that they were going to be sharing amongst each other so with that being said um low london was saying like yeah i'll perform don't worry like pretty much like i'll perform don't worry about it you guys like i got this they're like no <laughs> she's ain't got embarrassed they're like no we don't your song sounds like it's not finished and we don't need just random performances. Like, we need to make sure things are set. Because she looked, like, low-key. Like, she was salty. But she didn't want to, like, get out of character or, like, make herself look even worse. Like, if you're begging to, to, to perform a song that they just said was sounding unfinished. You know, they also told DJ, like, nah, you the DJ. Like, there's no hopping on the mic, doing all that extra stuff. No. Okay? Just chill out. <laughs> if you, you're going to be the DJ or you're going to be a performer. You're not a performer. Your song is unfinished. So you need to stick to what you do. Okay? <laughs> don't do nothing different. Don't, don't go off course, you know? So that's that was like the little things that they had to get off their chest, make sure that was known. So now they get to talking about the money. And that's where things start going left because everyone thinks that they deserve a larger portion and it should not be split equally amongst all of them, which you know, London is like, nah, <laughs> at the end of the day, like I always get paid for my performances. Like, well, she said her hosting and appearances and things of that nature. She's like, I always get paid like there's, and Rody's like, okay, but I was on the mic, you know, holding my breath and doing all these extra stuff, performing, like actually doing extra stuff. So anybody that was performing should get more money. Which, I mean, it does make more sense. She's like, how are you trying to get paid the same thing for me for just twerking on a stage? Like, you did not perform. I mean, she kind of did. But I think, like, if it was for the last show, no, she didn't. But, yeah, she's like, no. <laughs> like, that's, that's unacceptable. Like, I don't care about nothing. Like, we could fight if we need to fight. But you're not getting the same thing as I get if I'm doing extra work. Like, no. <laughs> and I heard Biggie saying something like, oh, she was out here doing all this stuff, like getting all the girls. She needs to get paid a lot of money to or something like that. I don't know how she worded it, but pretty much that's what she was saying. And then Tommy's like, she started getting defensive. Like, hold up, wait a minute. Like, 
you think that you're supposed to get the same thing that I get? Like the same cut? Are you crazy? And Lola was really like holding her own, going back and forth with her. Like, yeah, I do think so, you know? And she's like, nah, it don't work like that. Like, she was like, but when we signed up, we all signed up for the same thing. So she was like, it doesn't make sense. She was like, hold on. Like, I've been in the game. Okay, but you haven't been in the baddies game, but okay, we'll let you rock with that. She's like, I've been in the game, all right? <laughs> like, let's start with that. She was like, on top of that, I didn't sign up, and I'm a producer. She was like, <laughs> she, rolled, she rolled out the producer card. Like, I'm a producer, okay? Let's not get that twisted. Like, so you, I don't know how you think that you're supposed to get the same thing that I get. She was like, nah. That ain't gonna happen. Like, she was ready to fight for her money. She was getting up, taking off the shoes, like, on some gigs and stuff. I'm like, here we go. So she was like, I'm a special I'm a special guest to your performances. Like, that's what it is. So <laughs> I don't know who told you different, but they better check you real quick. <laughs> yeah, she was getting ready. They had to come, like, calm her down real quick. So we're gonna see how this go when we continue next week. But thanks so much for watching, you guys. All right, I'll see you guys on the next one. Later.